Hello and welcome to the Fibre Guys Corner with your host me, Adam Foster. Episode 5 guys, can you believe it? 5 episodes of me rambling, hopefully or more to come soon. Uh, but today, we're going to quickly answer a question that's been asked on the Facebook page uh, in regards to, wait for it, chronic pain and diet. Oh, some people are really not going to like what I have to say. Uh, but a lot of people are going to absolutely love it. So, let's get to it. So, last week I asked on the Facebook page uh, for some questions to answer on the podcast. And a really great one came from Karen Page. She said, Hi Adam, I would love information on diet ideas. Stuff that doesn't involve spending a fortune on stuff I've never heard of, that need to be freshly blended by the light of a full moon, or difficult and other hard things to achieve that can help with pain and fatigue. So stuff that, if possible, can help by making everyday achievable steps. Okay, this is a fantastic question, laced with a little bit of humour, which I personally love. Um, Diet-wise, so, ooh, right, let's get into it then. So, do some people find changing their diet to massively impact their pain levels? Yes. Do some people find changing their diet has absolutely no different to uh, no difference to their pain levels? Yes. If we quickly go back to episode 4 guys when we covered catalysts uh, briefly, like I said there is a reason that some people can get better using different things. It's not nothing really to do with what you're doing, the modality of the treatment or the diet. It's about what your brain's going to do with that information. So there are, and there have been, and there will always be, people who can pull uh, full recoveries from different kind of conditions just by changing their diets. And you'll probably know these people because they will absolutely tell you. This kind of goes back to the old joke of how do you know somebody's a vegan? Uh, they'll tell you. And as somebody who has tried veganism, as well as vegetarian, vegetarianism, um, fasting, keto, kind of Atkins, stuff like that. For me, and for many other people, it does absolutely nothing. But, should you always try to change your diet? Absolutely. Should you be consistent in you trying to do your diet? Yes. You can't change your diet for two weeks and say, oh, it didn't help. You have to be consistent. Progressive, sorry, consistent, consistent consistency that's what we're after you have to keep on with something to see if it makes a change diet wise if you eat mcdonald's today tomorrow you will look the same if you eat mcdonald's every day this week the next week you will still look the same but at some point and i can't tell you when but if you keep eating mcdonald's every day you're gonna get fat it's the same as if you eat a salad and go for a run tomorrow you will look the same and next week you will look the same and probably the week after that you'll still look the same but at some point if you stay consistent you will lose weight you will change and it's the same when you're trying with things like diets to try and get kind of any pain relief you have to be consistent it's like when people try exercise to get better and they try it for four days that is not enough time to see if it's going to have any kind of effect on you if you try mindfulness for two weeks that is not long enough to see if it actually has an effect if you're going to try something you need to be sticking with it for six months at least at the very least consistently to see if it does anything only then only when you hit that six month point can you say that doesn't work 
because so many people when I ask them what they've tried they'll say oh well I, I tried changing my diet I'll go okay so how long did you do that for uh, what about three days like, right so really you haven't tried to change your diet um, what about kind of education if you try to educate yourself on pain yeah I, I read a paper anything else no no just a paper okay so you haven't really tried to educate yourself on pain either and when you get to it it's a lot of the time it's the people who say oh well, I've tried I've tried everything to get better and that really pisses me off as somebody who has tried pretty much everything to get better still couldn't get better and had to go digging into the reasons why he couldn't get better so that he could eventually get better himself and that does kind of frustrate me somewhat but you need to be consistent in the changes you're trying to implement into your life and when we look at diet okay I tried all sorts of different diets um, I have been uh, it was only last year I spent about a couple of months vegan because um, I just really wanted to give it a shot as when I was ill veganism really kind of it wasn't a massive thing it wasn't really all over Facebook and over the internet like it is now and to be honest guys I think for my body veganism is probably the best way for me to eat because I actually felt once I got over the initial two weeks of kind of oh, not having the meat and getting used to it um, I was eating smaller portion sizes I was losing adipose tissue I was, I was losing fat I was still maintaining my muscle tissue and I actually had more energy and I felt for lack of a better word fucking great to be honest I felt really good only problem is I kind of still get cravings for meat which is quite difficult to deal with and the thing is for me any kind of diet where I'm going to have to supplement with things like B12 doesn't really stand out as a great diet for me I mean obviously some people are vegan for ethical reasons but that's absolutely fine and I don't give a shit what diet you eat to be honest it does not affect me at all if you don't want to eat meat then that's your choice if you want to eat meat then that's your choice I do not care as long as you're happy that does me so at the minute my kind of diet is fasting uh, mainly because I don't get a lot of breaks throughout the day and fasting for me generally just works well with my schedule and I'll just try and keep it healthy although last two years hasn't been that healthy and now I'm trying to get back on the wagon to lose a little bit of weight but in regards to pain going off on a little bit of a tangent there sorry guys you know I am prone to doing it um, I tried all sorts to get better and lots of the people I've seen in the studio before they have got better have tried it as well and the thing is it is just a catalyst there's a lot we still don't know about the gut, uh, the gut brain connection which I'm sure in the next hundred years we will start to figure out but the thing is if changing your diet was this miracle cure then everybody who did it would be feeling much better but they don't for me, and I've always maintained this, in the early days of treating people to get better, I used to try and implement a little bit of dietary changes. But honestly, and this this is just me talking here anecdotally, I do not think it, it is a good idea. Because for me, and I know how this feels because I've, I've been there as well, but I don't think having a client coming in who is scared about starting treatment with myself or one of my practitioners, who's a bit uncertain, who is then doing things that they are definitely not used to doing whilst we're breaking down the kind of way they process information and rebuilding new ways to do it. I don't think putting them on a diet where they can't eat the foods they enjoy is going to be very beneficial. It's just adding more stress to the equation, which makes absolutely no sense. Because I have tried getting people better by using diet, and I've tried getting people better without. And honestly, from the people I've worked with, 
makes no goddamn difference. Sometimes people can be deficient in vitamin D, but that's because the most of the people I see live in England. It's not exactly LA. We haven't got massive amounts of sun. Yes, there's a lot of people who are deficient in vitamin D and are, are fine for the most part, and there's other people who are chronically ill with it. Can going to the GP and getting a blood panel help? Absolutely. Go get checked. If you are deficient in B12 and vitamin D, then supplement with vitamin D and B12. And you might find that shit, actually, a lot of your problems have resolved. Uh, so then we know we're really not dealing massively with chronic pain. We're just dealing with a vitamin deficiency, which is something that can be rectified. So a lot of people can get better that route. But for the most people, is it a effect? Is it a effect or is it a cause? The thing is, if you're ill every day, then you're probably not going to leave the house. Because I know I didn't when I was ill. It hurt too much to walk. I'd have a migraine constantly. I didn't want to go out. So the thing is, you're not going to be getting vitamin D from the sun, obviously. Do, are they deficient in B12? Probably. If you spend a lot of time fatigued and in pain, if you don't live with somebody who can cook you food, you're not going to cook healthy. You're not going to cook, cook from scratch because you're going to be too fatigued. So you're going to end up taking kind of ready meals and shit full of MSG and shit like that. It's, you know I mean, so is this a cause to chronic pain? Probably not. Is being deficient an effect? More than likely. Obviously, jury's still out. It's kind of, how can you really tell? It's, it's quite hard to quantify. But I think as a general rule, if you're trying to get yourself better and you're spending shit tons of money on supplements, especially if you've got something like ehlers syndrome, Taking copper supplements, taking all of these mental supplements is not going to change your genetics. It doesn't work like that. If you look at, so I don't know, let's take a anabolic steroids, Dianabol. It's called a 19-nor steroid. They have to change the oral drug at a molecular level to stop your body completely obliterating it, obliterating it when you take it. If they have to do that for anabolic steroids, taking your multivitamin is going to get hammered by your body before it even gets into your bloodstream and I normally say to my clients look whatever you're spending on all of these mental supplements put it in a little jar and at the end of the month go out and buy yourself something nice shit book a spa day you know what I mean go sit in the cinema if you can or get a mobile kind of beautician to come around do your nails buy something that's gonna give you those chemicals that makes you feel good but for me, as a person who works with people with chronic pain every single day, I do not think stressing people out about diet is the way forward. Does that mean people who go to dietitians don't get better? No, it doesn't, guys. It means that some people will, some people don't. It is about catalysts, as I mentioned in episode four. And a lot of people can get really pissed off with this uh, kind of the way I'm saying this. And generally, it comes down to the fact because diet helped them recover which I say fucking great I'm really really glad it helped you however let's be objective about it and let's look at the facts and let's look at what pain is and how it's made and what it's for and generally we find that diet isn't going to make a massive impact it's the same with exercise if you get somebody who has back pain throwing them into the gymnasium more than likely isn't going to help have some people had bad backs, exercised, and made full recoveries? Absolutely. Because for them, that exercise in the gym was the catalyst to their recovery. But as I've said in episode four, guys, catalysts, it's not about what you do. It's about what your brain does with that information. 
It is about adding extra inputs into the nervous system to change the way your brain processes that original input of you getting up from the chair, of you walking up a hill or whatever, so that we can ultimately change the output. So diet-wise, guys, if there is anybody out there who is umming and ahhing about diet, here is my advice. Take it, leave it, don't really care. If it helps you, I am super happy. If you completely ignore my advice, it doesn't matter to me, guys. I say at the end of the day, do what you have to do. I'm always here for anybody who's got any questions or anybody who wants to argue or, you know what I mean, go the toss about it. But for me personally, I'm working with people in pain every day. This isn't something I really follow as I don't see the point in it. Thing is, get a blood panel done. See if you are deficient because a lot of people will be and that can be a problem and rectifying that problem can help. But the thing is, vitamin B12 deficiency, a lot of the symptoms can look like you have fibromyalgia. And remember, they misdiagnose people all of the time, like every day. So there's a good chance that you could have something that's completely rectifiable, but you haven't yet got around to changing your diet. I had a, a young girl come in not so long ago, actually, who, and I mentioned this previously, I think, she had uh, just changed her job, got a job in HR, things like that. And uh, she was having quite a stressful time with it. And for two weeks, she'd been really, really tired. And she had um, been having heart palpitations. And without having a blood test or, you know, I mean, checking to see if she's pregnant or deficient in anything, she left with a leaflet on ME, chronic fatigue syndrome, myosic encephalitis. That's absolutely mental. The whole chronic doesn't mean really bad. Chronic means long duration. So the thing is, the people at the start who were supposed to be triaging people and getting people to see the right people, it just, some are doing their job and evidently some people aren't, which isn't great because now that poor girl has a huge nocebo where she comes away thinking she has ME. When in reality, it's probably just because she's stressed out because she's got a new, you know, stressful job. And more than likely, in two or three weeks' time, once she's settled into the job, that heart palpitation will go. Obviously, if you get it, get it checked out, but most of the times it will be nothing. Bodies do weird shit all of the time. But at the risk of rambling on and taking up more of your valuable time, guys, I am going to say goodbye. Because this is, you know what I'm like, once I start talking, it's really hard to shut me up. But I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope it's kind of cleared a few things up. If you want to send me some shitty emails, please feel free. If you want to send me an email saying, thanks, Adam, actually, I've stopped taking these supplements and nothing's really changed at all but i have more money so thanks then please send me that email i really do like to receive that one so i will see you on the flip guy side again as always any questions or anything you want to go through or any suggestions for the podcast like adam use a better mic stop mumbling kind of enunciate your words better then by all means guys email me adam.foster at the fiberguy.com or drop me a message on one of the other social media platforms see you on the flip side guys Bye.